Love Talk Radio. I think the best way to prove your, your value is to work, is to learn, is to absorb, uh, to be a sponge. But you always want to outwork your potential. As hard as you believe you can work, you can work harder than that. And that's what I tried to do when I first came in the league. But, you know, basketball is such a direct competition sport. And me coming in at 17, I hated when like, my teammates would say, you know, I get hit with an elbow. Right? Shaq would hit me with an elbow in practice. And, like, you know, <laughs> you know, Nick Van Exel would come up and say, are you okay? I'm like, what? <laughs> hey, Mao, are you okay? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? You know, so, like, I always had that extra chip on my shoulder. So, like, every day in practice for me was really trying to annihilate everybody that was that I was playing against. Because I wanted to prove you don't need to babysit me. Like, I, I'm fine, <laughs> you know? And, uh, and so it's always um, that competitive nature, the work ethic, and curiosity. Because I asked a lot of questions. You know, playing with Byron Scott, I asked him a lot of questions. Eddie Jones, who was great at chasing guards off the screens, and I didn't understand how to do that. I would sit with him before practice, after practice. Magic, all the Laker greats, I would always sit down and just ask them questions about certain games that I studied growing up. What actually happened there? What did you feel there and why? Welcome to the War Room. We got Dez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander. How you want to end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Roll with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, like the fast five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. The sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26 tour, the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dev McMillan. I'm at the roundtable with my brothers from others. Uh, B. Austin and Jimmy the Blueprint are in the building with me. This is one of those shows that we'd imagine we'd never have to do. As you all know, NBA and Lakers legend Kobe Bryant, along with eight other people, including his daughter Gianna, uh, lost their lives this past Sunday, January 26, 2020, in a horrific helicopter crash. So all episode will celebrate Kobe, his life, his career, his global impact, his chapter two that barely got started, and a whole lot more. Time permitting, we'll also give our thoughts on Super Bowl 54, which is days away. So keep it locked right here in the war room. And if you want to get in on the conversation, sign in right now to the uh, By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls throughout the show to hear your favorite Kobe memories, stories, games, moments, etc. So hit us on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. Before we get started, just like we do all the time, we're not live on the air. You guys just remember to check out archived episodes of our show on our own network at warroomsports.com and the War Room Sports mobile app, also on iTunes. Tune in, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do your podcast listening, we're probably we're most likely to be there. So what up, bros, man? We we've had one on air conversation about this earlier in the week. 
days later, I don't think it's gotten any easier to discuss. For me, it's still surreal. I'm still hoping to wake up from this nightmare. How you guys holding up? Oh man, um, I've been running. I've been kind of running from it, um, in the sense that you know, um, I've I've limited my presence and participation in social media. Um, I'm not as actively involved in the news cycle. Uh, probably not as much as I should be, considering I'm a part of the world. I'm sorry, the universe's greatest sports media company and and content creator and curator. So, you know that that's tough. So it, it's definitely had an effect on life uh, because I'm outside of my normal routine, uh, running from the reality that you know someone who, while I'm not close with, but I, I definitely value their life, value their contribution to the the sport, value their contribution to to humanity, even is gone sooner than I think he should be, right? But, you know, who am I? Um, Sooner sooner than we all think he should be. Um, And and it just really places you in the mindset of really taking the time to literally appreciate each breath, each blink of your eye, each swallow, pause, um, each each moment, you know, each hug, each kiss, each morsel you you take out of you know whatever food you enjoy, each experience, right? Because you're reminded we 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 separate and we differentiate ourselves a lot as human beings by what we have, right? So things we're reminded that it really doesn't matter how much money you have, how much fame, how much wealth, the reaper is there. And you never know. So appreciate your loved ones. Uh, I often hear the cliche, give me my roses or give me my flowers when I'm alive to appreciate them. Um, as opposed to when I'm dead and gone, because I really don't care what's going on when I'm dead and gone. I'm trying to reach the hereafter or come back, depending on your religion and spiritual inclinations. But, yo, I, 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 I really honestly, brothers, I've been I've been running from it. And for, for me, this episode is about facing the, the sad and heartbreaking, heart-wrenching reality that this brother is gone. His wife is a widow. His kids are now without their father. And it, he didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't like he was reckless. He didn't leave. Yo, it's just a freak accident. This brother's not here. Yeah, wow. Yeah, man. So, so my story... My story is a little bit opposite of the Austin's because I haven't been running from it. I've been, I've been dealing with it a little bit too much. Um, Torturing yourself. I, like you me. know, in terms of social media, I, I don't be on Facebook, but I spend a lot of time on Twitter because that's where I get my news. And I'll be on IG because the Chocolate Queens of Ghana. Never mind. But, um, it's, Shout it's, out to it's West Africa. Cause it's just difficult because everything is triggering. Like before even getting on the show, I was watching – um, Kyrie Irving's uh, thing from last night, and everything is triggering, man. And it's like, and we're going to get into it on the course of the show, but all the stories coming out, and I can't like it's, it's weird because it's like I'm torturing myself, but I can't get enough of them because um, most of the stories have nothing to do with basketball, and it's like post career stories. And 
all these mm-hmm. like amazing things. I, yo, Kobe was like walking the earth, being like a, a Les Brown type dude. He's like just walking around giving people motivation, and it's weird to hear all these stories. That's to me, that's the craziest thing about this. Is yo, all the stories have nothing to he do with that. He was fulfilling his humanity, like what we expected. And I know Dev, you and I talked about this a couple of different times. We expected Kobe to really show his noodledom and corniness now that basketball was removed from his life. But it's like he grew as a man and as a human being. And you see in Kobe like this light. Like, yo, dude was dude was finding his legs and wings in, in, in private equity and venture capital. He was getting his less brown on. He was investing in media. He was investing in real yo, the dude was was an integral part of raising a two billion dollar fund. Like, yo, he was just going for, for, for life and applying that energy and that vibrance that, that, you know, we saw on a basketball court to other areas of the life to, to like really find fulfillment as a human being. I was, I was definitely, you know, like so happy for him because I thought, you know, much like uh, the gentleman that I joke is his pop, which isn't, you know, really a joking matter at this time, but you know, we know Mike, Mike, found some ways to fulfill himself after basketball but I think we all know dude you know sits in a closet or in a room and looks himself in the mirror wishing that he could go back out onto the court and I don't feel like that was Kobe man I feel like that that was that was the surprising part I I just knew Kobe was miserable in retirement but when he says he's done I believe him yeah Mike doesn't enjoy his boot cut jeans he he really wants to, (laughs) to be back out there but but it's crazy to me though because it's like now, and you hear this anytime anyone um, passes that man, like uh, you know, well put let's put it like this: when Nipsey passed last year, which was like emotional for everybody, the thing about that is we all knew the work that he was doing, right? It's like we all knew right. what he was doing in the community, we knew what he meant to people, we knew he was trying to give opportunities. With Kobe, like I knew a little bit, but I'm learning so much more. If that makes any sense, like, and. I know it's cliche to say I wish that could have been highlighted while he was here, but I really do because now I'm wondering what other athletes are, or former athletes are, are, are really, you know, putting in good work out there that we just don't know, and it takes something like yeah. this for you to find out because I swear every story, even from former athletes, from Jeannie Buss, from um, business executives, has nothing to do with basketball. That's the, that's, to me, that's just the most interesting thing. You know, I heard a story the other day where Kobe, there was somebody – um, this kid with cancer, terminal cancer, had like weeks to live. I think the kid was from like a, a reservation out in Arizona or something like that. And whatever hospital this kid was in, um, it, it was something where I guess the visiting hours were done or whatever. And somebody had asked Kobe if they could sign some stuff. And Kobe said, no, I, I'm not going to sign anything. I'm going to come, you know, see the person. So he showed up to see the kid. It was hours where he really wasn't supposed to be there to, to see the kid. So Kobe and whoever was facil- facilitating this whole thing snuck up like the back stairs of this hospital to see this kid. He's in there with the kid, you know, playing catch and talking and laughing and all of that kind of stuff um, prior for more than an hour. Um, after he leaves, Kobe asked the person, like, you know, like, what's the deal here? Is it a financial thing? Like, 
Is there something that he needs that he can't afford? Because if that's the case, I got him. And the person was telling Kobe, like, no, nah, it's it's a little more advanced at this stage. Um, the kid's heart is in a in a way where uh, tr- he can't get a transplant. It's not stable enough. A um, few days after Kobe left, the kid died. But the person talked about how that was like the highlight of the kid's life. Got to do that with his hero for you know, a little more than an hour, like a week before he died. These are the things that you don't hear. And and there are, from what I heard this week, there are like multiple stories like this. And Kobe makes it a point to tell people, like, this is not for public consumption. There's no need for that. Like, he's telling people that. But at the same time, people like me, I'm wishing that somebody would leak this kind of stuff because y'all know the kind of reputation this dude had. Like, I, I go through life. I talk to a lot of people on the internet, and even people that I know. There's a lot of people out there when Kobe Bryant's name comes up, the first thing they say in, in return is "F Kobe." I hate Kobe. Yo, man. And Kobe's arrogant. Kobe's this. Kobe's that. Yo, man. It's like it's not until somebody passes on that you get to hear really what type of person that is. And you know, it, it, it's just a, a shame. A part of, that kind a of part of his level a part of the level of growth that you see in him, right? So one of the things that I noticed about Kobe from the perspective of being a basketball player, and that story, yo, golly, the onions. But part of what I noticed about him as a player was Kobe cared what other people thought of him. Not necessarily that you liked him, but he wanted to be recognized as being the greatest. And and there's no shame in that. I mean, if you're going to play, if you're going to do it, do it for the passion and the love, but then do it for the respect of being the greatest at your craft if you're putting that, if you're putting that work in. And I think his growth in, in even sharing that story and the juxtaposition of him on the basketball court, I'd say mid-career versus him as a man in that story is Kobe – came to be at peace with the fact that who he was as a man between him and whoever higher power, whatever higher power he believed in was all that mattered in terms of what people thought of him. I, we care more about his reputation than he does. He don't give yeah, a, he I, don't care. I believe that to be true. But no, like, like Jimmy, as Jimmy said, like I, I haven't run from it either. Um, I think everything I've listened to, or yeah, at least 90% of what I've listened to, what I've watched this week, all has something to do with this. And that's probably not a good thing because, you know, I was a fan. I've always been a fan. I've always been a big fan of Kobe. Um, I guess, you know, if I had a 1A, B, and C of my three favorite players of all time, it would be, you know, Kobe, Michael, and, and Allen Iverson, favorites. Um, but this for a few reasons, I think this hits harder than, you know, the usual celebrity death, even the ones that we've mourned and we've kind of felt something about. You know, I always bring up the whole Michael Jackson thing because when Michael Jackson died, I sat on the couch all weekend watching Michael Jackson videos, crying off and on for like, you know, every 20 minutes or so. It was crazy. Um, at the same time, Mike hadn't been in our minds that much right before that happened. Like Kobe was deep in the news 
the morning that he died because of the whole LeBron thing. Yeah. LeBron passing him on the scoring list had him paying all kinds of homage to Kobe, which made all the sports media outlets play all kinds of Kobe highlights and you know, it, it was it was a love fest, even though he had just been passed for a record. Um and not only that, like it's it's a lot of reasons why this one hit a little harder. The perspective that it brings. Uh one, what Skyview one just said in the chat room, shout out to Skyview. He said, Not that I could charter helicopters like Kobe, but I definitely know the feeling of transporting my kids to AAU gymnastics, scholastic competitions as daddy, you know, he said, this hit him hard. That could have been any of us. And I think that's another position that a lot of people are taking. That's just made it, it hits so close to home. Another perspective is the fact that we've watched this dude grow basically from basketball scratch. Like a lot of people watched him from, you know, the moment he entered the NBA as a 17 year old on the three of us, like when I say scratch, I'm talking almost from scratch. Like we missed the Italy years, but the lower Marion years, since we're from the same region that he is, like we've, you mm-hmm. know, Jimmy tells the story all the time. Like, and, and we laugh hell. and joke, took but it was definitely kind of serious. Like the first time that we shared a court with Kobe Bryant, we thought we were hot stuff. And he kind of showed us that it was levels to this and that we should get our ass back in the classroom. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like everybody else giving credit and you think it's corny, I'm like, maybe Kobe kind of deserves some of the credit for what we've become <laughs> to this point. Because yeah, how about, definitely, yo, how about that? How about as much that? as we love ball, Jim, as, as much as we love hoops, like, you know, you kind of needed that wake up call. Like, damn. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, yo, that's what they doing? a whole different level here, dog. <laughs> Right. I'm like, oh, this would this 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 a whole different level here. This is what NBA players right. look like. Um, hey, you know, I prided you know, myself on being able to hoop with anybody. And I mean, we hoop, we shared the court, we lost, but shut your ass, me. But the most unique thing about that is like Kobe was on a court with other pros, like you know, on the AA, well, right. whatever you want to call it, the summer league. I mean, that's that. He was on the court. He was doing that to them too. Yeah, he was on. He was with a sunny all star team. Mm-hmm. On his team, he had other guys that were pros, but it didn't even matter because they they was like, "Yo, this young kid is better than us." Um, right. But you know, it, it, it just hit me hard too. Outside of the personal connection, it hit me harder. Like, and the crazy part is with Michael Jackson. Like, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. Um, Thriller is still better than Off the Wall, but doubt I, it. Like, it didn't it didn't hit me as hard as like like a hit death whatever. Um, Prince didn't hit me hard. Pause on both of those. Um, <laughs> last year when Nip died, I was effed up. I ain't gonna lie, I was definitely effed up with Nip. But this, this because it's also how it happened, and the fact that his seed was with him, like yeah. that takes it yeah. to a whole nother like level of pain and just like, oh my god, like you know how it is, man. You don't want to hear nothing happening to to old folks or, or, or the babies, man. Like that's just what it is. You could you could yeah. be you could be the biggest gangster in the world. You don't want nothing to happen to um you know children or old folks, man. Like it just, yeah. that's just not you know where we come from. You can't have that happen. So to hear that, shout out to King. <laughs> His uh. And then how it happened, like it's just it's and it's yeah. out of the blue, like 
And wait, and before we go any further, man, we definitely want to, you know, you know, God bless the families of the other seven passengers that were on the helicopter as well. Um, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're there because it's so. Even though it's on a on a wealthy person's level, it's the same thing everybody else does. Yo, we got this tournament. Y'all want a carpool? Carpool and helicopter pool. Helicopter pool. Right, right. You make relationships with parents, other parents on the team. You make relationships with coaches. Like I'm doing the same thing as Kobe right now in a reverse manner. Kobe's the head coach. I believe he had the assistant coach, the woman on the on the helicopter with them. I'm the assistant coach on on one of uh, my son's teams. You know what I'm saying? As they get a little older, the games and the tournaments are starting to get a little more serious. They're starting to get a little more farther out. Trips start to get a little longer. You know, some parents got trucks. Some parents got minivans. Y'all want a carpool? What y'all want to do? Y'all want to get together and eat after the game? You know, same kind of stuff, just on a a poor person's level. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely... So you ain't ain't copter pulling. Yeah, I, I just not cop Yo, I got a question though, like that. You know, scary. I was thinking about this, like if 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 Kobe wasn't a, on board in nine, in, what was it? A total of nine people, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so a total of nine people crash in a helicopter. Is that still a national story? Like, is this something that happens and we just don't know about mm. it because there is yeah, no yeah, one yeah, on board? Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. No, there 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 have been there have been shootings. There have been plane crash. In fact, there was a plane crash either the day before or day of where it was more than nine people and nobody heard about it. Like it wasn't national. So it definitely the impact was A, this is Kobe Bryant. B is his daughter. C, it's it's it, the the circumstances surrounding it. Because yeah. no, no, I, 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 I still died, think, I still died, think it's national died, news. I don't, I don't, I don't peruse, if nine people I don't die in a helicopter. looking for like helicopter crashes. But right. I was just sitting there wondering, like, is this something that happens often? And yeah. you know, like, I, I think it's national often... news, but I think it's a blip that goes by in a day or two. They'll they'll report it. You know, with Kobe being on there, it's global news. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. His impact is really being shown. Like we've always known that Asia. Kobe was one of the more polarizing people, um, athletes on earth. Um, I see a lot of people out there. I think the guilt got a lot of people out there changing their energy. Y'all know who y'all are. Um, <laughs> and, and some and some people, some of the F Kobe people are landing on thick right now. I'm like, I guess y'all just gonna snooze y'all way out of thinking we're gonna forget the way y'all used to talk about this yeah. man personally over a game. But it's all good. You I'm know, about to go grab. We'll have a change of it's heart. Time to go back and grab so. some screens. It's time to go back and grab Stream, some screens. Screenshot. <laughs> oh yeah, grab the uh, grab the records. Time for some I some FOHs. I got the right, That's enough. You landed on thick. That's enough. You said your piece. Now you gonna act like you his but, best friend. But but yeah way. yeah. But you know it's 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 just man. I I just wondered that like is that something that happens? Um, and the fact of the matter is the reason you know he's polarizing is because when you feel like you have to say F Kobe or you bring his name up in a debate about about your guys, you know, just trying to prove how good your guy is, like Dodo, what you're doing is you're t- you're also telling how great he is. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna say like F Spencer Dinwiddie. Like you no one's gonna say that. <laughs> and you know if what you mean? do like, the blueprint go have some words with you. 
that's my guy, man. Guy. That's my guy. No, no Spencer Slander, man. That's my favorite player, man. Uh, boys. That's his guy. That's his guy. Yeah, but it, it, it's crazy to see the global impact, though. You see murals going up all around the world of Kobe and his daughter. Um, They're going to have a he, holiday in China. She did tribute. Yeah, I mean, there's a basketball court, a pretty famous, from what I hear, basketball court in um, Manila in the Philippines. They put the whole um, blacktop is now Kobe's face and his daughter's face. The, the entire black top. Yo, I think you know. I think it was a uh, vibe said they love murals just as much as LA over there though. Right, mm. LA is mural man. LA just can't wait for something to put a mural up for. Like if you if you're if you're a big time player and you visit the Lakers during your free agency period, they're gonna put a mural up. Um, yeah, you getting you know. you're getting muralized. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, so that's, that's it, it's crazy. Party, of course, yeah. you know they canceled the they postponed the. Lakers Clippers game from Tuesday, so the first game is going to be on Friday versus the Blazers. That's going to be crazy. What's even crazier is because remember, you know, Kobe and 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 Melo were kind of close, so he yeah. told Melo that he was going to be there for the game. Um, I'm sitting here wondering, like, this is going to be super triggering, and I don't even know if they can do this for the players' sake. Y'all think they're gonna leave two empty seats in the in the front row? Mm. I think that I think that would be too much. I think it would be a well intentioned tribute. But imagine you're a player. Imagine if you're Carmelo, you know LeBron, friends of his that are on the court, and every time you run by, you got to see that. I I, mm. I think it would be oh, well intentioned, but I think it would be too much. I think it would be way too much. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> they're yo, like, man, man why do you even make me think the, about that? <laughs> yo, man, hashtag triggered, man. Like, yo, everything, man. Like, my my question is, yo, the thought I was telling y'all the other day, right? I'm I'm at a loss for words a little bit, but like, it's um, this whole season's kind of been ruined for me because I can't even watch basketball. Like, and you know, man. I've been consuming a lot of basketball this season. I can't even watch it anymore. And that's the thing. It's, like, it's just tough, man. Like. I just watched the stuff this week, Jim, that tortured me. Like, even, you know, you know, Sixers game, I don't miss anything. I don't miss a second of Sixers games. I watched the tribute they did in the beginning because, it was, you know, the TNT thing with Shaq crying on TV was oh, playing yeah. at the same time. So I'm watching that on two different screens, killing myself. Like, that's when it really came to a head. Like, I let out a, an audible cry. On that one, like it's therapy to talk to you guys. Like when we did the video earlier in the week, like there was no breakdowns yeah. from anybody because you know we yeah. keep each other light or whatever. But that was yeah. the time, like I let it go. Like I feel bad a little bit. I mean, because this is this is this thing of ours. Like I said, we watched the dude grow. Like some of these dudes, when you become fans, like you, you look at them as if they're family members or something, or at least it feels that way when they go, especially mm-hmm. when they pass. So I kind of felt bad this week because my, my wife recently lost an uncle. And no bull, I think she'd been consoling me more over this than I did with her over her uncle. I mean, now, yeah. Was, yeah. it wasn't equal. Like, she wasn't she wasn't bitching about her uncle as bad as I've been bitching about you. <laughs> so, it's like, it's no. crazy. Like, when you put things in the perspective no, like that. I, 
but it's also it's also like who it is too, right? Because when you think about, and I don't want to play this game. When you talk about like any other athlete that this could have happened to, or or that that could go early, like this is just different. Like maybe LeBron, right? Now everybody mm-hmm. knows, like you know, if you read sports the book, everybody knows, like I'm a Magic guy. Magic is how I fell in love with basketball. But if Magic goes, it's like Magic was supposed to go. No, like not even trying to be funny. Magic was supposed to go 20 years ago. Yo, Cookie, so, was, Cookie was wishing for him to go. Like Magic, Magic has given us his bubbly uh, presence, like for a bonus 20 years. So we're we're yeah, so grateful like, to still so have like, Magic. I, I, that that would even bring. And if Kareem, who's my other guy, like Kareem, Kareem is up there in age and has lived a beautiful he life. Say so he lived like, a good one. It wouldn't yeah. be the same. It wouldn't be the same. Maybe with Bron, and the thing about Bron also is what I recognize too is. Bron and Kobe are like outward family men, if that makes any sense. Like, Kobe in retirement, like, Gigi was his right-hand man. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely was his favorites. Yeah, he had the kids, but Kobe definitely had the favorites. Yo, it's not even even a question who his favorite was. Like, let's keep it a a bean. No pun intended. And I'm like, but. That's another thing, Jim. Everything, every story you hear this week Every celebrity that has a Kobe story, they always say, "Yeah, Eddie introduced me to his daughter Gigi. Gigi was standing there." And Gigi <laughs> was standing there. <laughs> yeah, Ever all Yo, they only know but, the um, other one. Uh, shout out to Skyview as well. He said, "I think Kobe was on a mission to put the WNBA on the same level because of his daughter." Um, and Purple Pill in the chat room, he said it was the pilot. Um, he said, "Just found out the pilot was incompetent for those conditions." Barely spoke English. Yeah, it, it, even if that comes out to be, you know, the the cause, that's they weren't strangers. Like Kobe requests this pilot. Shoot, uh, Kawhi Leonard requests this pilot. That's their guy. Like they're yeah. basically friends yeah. at this point. He's flown them so many times. So and that's who he day, trusted. So we can't even. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and 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 that guy's gone as well. Let's get to the um to the phone lines, man, because we got some some people calling in. We got Tobias calling in from out in Arizona. Get, get some of his thoughts on the situation. Tobias, what's going on, good brother? You in the war room, bro? Hey, what's, hey, what's going that? on? What's going on? Worst show hey, what's ever, going on? man. <laughs> what's going hey, on? Hey, can man? you hear me? Hey, to- yeah, we can hear. We can you. hear you, Tobias. We, we, hey, we don't want to hear you. Can we you don't hear want me? To talk about no pharmaceutical companies, though, dog. We hear you. Hey, I'm cool, man. All right, cool. First things first. Before I get going, I'll say because just in time, I'll say my students. I won't give you the Forty ers are going to win. You know they have a better team, and KC has a better quarterback. Uh, it'll be a close game though, and that, and that defensive front is going to win the game for them. But uh. Man, it, what people saying growing up, see, Mike, we didn't grow up with Michael Jackson. Our parents grew up with Michael Jackson. Um, yeah. We're all about the same age. Yeah. And don't and quit lying, Dev. We know you're rich. I mean, Mike, 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 I, see where, I, see where, huh? I see how Dev living. Um, <laughs> 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 hey, Dev got a dude he's taking up chasing basketball practice. But anyway, uh, I, <laughs> I don't know, Meadow, we, we still might have grown up with Michael Jackson because, you know, he was on his Peter Pan. He never really did grow up. So Yeah. <laughs> it's like nobody grew up. Like, he never grew up. With Kobe, mm-hmm. he, he, he wrote the same run of So we saw him grow up from a kid and he was flawed, you know, which most people are. And I kind of wish people did say the good that he most. did. 
he was when he was alive. Then wait until he did. I wish I wish we do that with people in general. Well, we will, we will uh, show that. But the thing, but also, I saw Jimmy was talking about the if Kobe was on there, people would know. Honestly, it would have just been a blip on CNN or Fox on on the little news scroll bar. Because a couple of years ago here in Phoenix, there was like a helicopter crash, a news copter crash. There. If you didn't live in Arizona, you didn't know about it. And also, yeah. since Kobe and his daughter was on there, those families might get a bunch of donations and support. I know Vanessa talked about that, started something for those families. So those families have a lot of support also, you know, emotionally, financially, and all. It's a shame because I don't have kids, right? And, uh, and I hate having a site with Jason Whitlock on this because I think the same on this. Well, I don't have, like, he doesn't have kids. I don't have kids, but I'm a big family guy. And, uh, and you know, and that's the part that's saying, because people saying Kobe li- lived his life. He didn't. He's only 41. He has yeah, so man. much more. He's not going to see his kids, his daughters go to the prom. Right. He gets but, but you know why people say drive. stuff like that, Tobias? If you, play it, if you play it right, Tobias, he still was on the upslide of the, of, yeah. of life. Like, he no, wasn't on the back that's, that's nine, what I'm saying. on the downside. Like, y- y'all know why people, people say stuff 90, like that? 95. He's rich. People, people say yeah. stuff like that because we only know him from how he was introduced to us. Like sports, you're still young when your career is over as far as sports are concerned, but we know him as a basketball player. So as a basketball player, he's the quote-unquote old man. But like B just said, and like Tobias just said, like he, his life basically is just starting, is just getting started. He's not going to see any of his daughters go to prom. You know, Gigi's not going to get a chance to drop buckets in high school. You know, he's not going to see any of that and, and be able to grow with his family. But people but, think dog, it's because this, this he was is, retired that but he, lived a, he lived a full life. Yeah. He didn't and even to your get point, started Tobias, yet. And to your point, Tobias, this is devastating on so many levels, right? I was sitting there thinking about, like, I don't have kids either, but I, I have a wife. And I know Kobe and his wife have been together since, like, she was 18 or something. Like, they got over right. they got over two decades in and she's never going to see her husband come home. Like, dude, if my wife is away from the crib for a day, I'm I'm don't know how to like do anything. Right? Mm. Yeah. I can't imagine like her. Like, how does she move on? Like, you can't move on for this. You're never going to be the same. You never will. Like, you never will. Like, so I I thought about it on that level. Like, there's so many. There's so many. I thought about the fact of the relationship with him and his parents. Like, there's so many things that bother me about this that I'm still having a hard time, like, even accepting that it's a reality. You know what, though? Because uh, I have a cousin, like, a late cousin, eight years ago. She died in a car crash, and we were real close. And it was raining outside, went off the road. Heck, years ago, I don't think it was Mike Shula was still coaching Alabama, right? That my, I left my sister's house in Atlanta going back while I was stationed in South Carolina. My car went off the road in Atlanta. I never told my folks that. My sister only knew. And, uh, and you know, in the South, you think you're done because those interstates are high up, and luckily I wasn't. And, uh, and so that stuff is like uh, life is fleeting. And I just think that, like, and the one thing about Kobe, and I, this is where he and Jordan are very similar. We never, we rarely talk about their stats. We talk about their moments on the court, you know, their moments. And that's what makes, like, Magic Johnson their moments. We don't, like, we don't talk about their stats. We talk about moments. It's like the moment, one of my favorite Kobe basketball moments 
Well, those years ago against Portland, the last game of the season, he hit like two crazy three pointers to beat Portland. <laughs> and, uh, and also one of my favorite memories of Kobe yeah, Cutting out front you of talk, you talk, You're talking about that uh that Kobe stopper game where Ruben yeah. Patterson got in, got inside his uniform. I don't even know. Like never mind the refs, never mind the foul. How is it possible to hit a shot from that distance with someone inside of your jersey? Like that was he had defense too. That was great defense. That wasn't That's good. What I'm that was great. That was great. Patterson was great. What do you do? <laughs> That was nuts, yeah. man. That's hilarious, cuz. Uh, and, like, the thing, and like, my other memory was when Kobe was cussing out Andrew Bonner in front of that strip mall. That's still one of my all-time favorite memories, though. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, Tobias, but, I, I know you heard me waiting for it. This is the funniest story, the funniest story ever, when the, um, when the Lakers were losing um, towards the end of his career, and he got in the locker room, and everybody that had Kobe's on, he took them off their feet <laughs> and said, they don't deserve to wear them. You can't wear my shoes. Take my shoes. Oh, man. Give me my shoes. Hey, you know what's funny? You know, I want to wear them. Hey, I know one thing. Someone find him, meet me at Temecula guy also. I know he's taking it pretty rough right now. How you know how great Kobe was? Well, he got dudes ready to drive the wine country to fight you. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> but here's the thing, man. And it's like people talk, oh, my athletes and stuff have those other lives. But the thing is, though, I just showed people just being parents. Those folks, everybody on that chopper, every adult, their last breath was being a parent and doing things that yeah. many people do every day with their kids, going to games, doing that stuff. And it stinks on that regard because it's not like Kobe was terminally ill. His daughter was terminally ill. that helicopter was terminally ill where he could make your peace. It's the whole thing. It's so sudden that anybody in that family going to be like, man, if they didn't take off in that fog that day. Hey, they drove in an Uber. Heck, Cam mm-hmm. Newton drove one. Remember that time Cam Newton got in an accident? His truck flipped a couple of times, and he broke his back. Many people mm-hmm. die from that mm-hmm. stuff. And so yeah. and he was just doing a routine drive to the facility. And so, you know, I, I, I just look at it as that we take many times we take, I hit you back tomorrow. We don't talk for six months. Or you got to beef with your folks, and uh, you don't squash it. Because Kobe, Kobe had beef with his mom and his dad. And they never squashed it with them. And smush. And now they'll, they'll never get a chance to. And it was over yeah, something man. small. Yo, don't nobody uh, care about goes. Smush, man. Smush can go get on a <laughs> helicopter and not make it as far as any, you know. Someone asked Lava Met Vodinko his thoughts. Find him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though, man. And, and, and we and we all, well, I can't speak to everybody. I'm guilty of that, too. I had an like, aunt that I had beef with. And I ain't spoke to her in so long that my wife was like, yo, what, what'd she ever do to you? And I was like, yo, honestly, I forgot. Hey, I'm, I'm, I got beef and, like that. With, with and I'm mother. different. I'm different, Jim. Like, I don't, like, I'm not a grudge holder at all. So I, I rarely have, like, any long-term beef with anybody. But I'm just still bad at keeping in touch. So I was like. Something Yo, can happen, but you know and they bad. won't be like, you know, it's bad you know we were mad at each other, but they're going to be like, you know, Ninja ain't called me in two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know so. it's bad, though, when you don't know what the grudge is for. See, that's, a, that's, that's one of the positives, though, about social media is, like, you you could check in with people more, like, even if it's like, you know, what's up, right. you know what I mean? Like, you you check in with people more because of social. That's one of the positives. Yeah, yeah. that's a positive. That's yeah, definitely. I mean, because Bro, you end I know, up. I know relatives that I absolutely would not know if it were not for social media. Shout out to and Deb, that, too, because we would argue at 9 in the morning, and then we'd be uh, cool by 1 p.m. 
And that's the you know what? Facebook. That's because that, to me, that's what Facebook is. Facebook is like a Rolodex. Like when I, you know, what I mean, that's where my family is, which is probably mm-hmm. why I'm that's going. Mine but, too. Uh, but that's either here or there. Yeah. But you know, you know what? No, I, I know you guys is. probably got other people. I know you guys probably got like other people chiming in. Yeah, all the things taking my call. Thing is, though, with this whole story, I just look at it as like you know the pl- like. There's no. You, you can do the best tribute you can. And if I was in the NBA, I say you know what the best tribute is. You bust your ass every game like Kobe did. You play like he was broke, even though Kobe had like generational wealth by the time he was twenty-two. He still played like he was broke. And I love the fact Yo, that one so time Tobias, Tobias is basically Tobias is basically saying that Kobe's death should put an end to load management. Yeah, he's shooting at these dudes. But but you know what though? But 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 the same. But like Dwayne Wade told a story. Like Dwayne Wade was in a bar. Probably making a break, baby, at the time. But Kobe Bull's phone up there playing the Celtics was talking about, like, uh, how do you beat this double? They pick and roll. They trap and stuff. And, roll. and it was yeah. like Kobe was always seeking knowledge. He was yeah. always trying to learn. Seek knowledge. And that's the one thing I liked about him. He didn't go off saying, um, but that, Tobias, that story right there is what separates him from other people because he asked somebody younger than him. Like, yo, anybody you know, else would have been prideful. He asked a dude who was yeah. chasing him. Yeah. Yo, I can't even ask nobody yeah. younger to be nothing because yeah. I'm like, yo. I can't. Hey, yo, yo, Tobias, that level of, of pride, like, yo, yo, dude, is, dude, dude was a dude was amazing. He was amazing. Hey, he, he was a scientist. I, 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 yo, that's a, and my last amazing. thing. And my last thing before I go is that LeBron. I remember this years ago. LeBron, D Wade, and Carmelo, when they they talk about that 08 Olympic team, and watching that example, Kobe set with work ethic, preparation. Yo, my man could have said every time down, I want the rock and I'm shooting early. Y'all go get a rebound. Instead, my man said, y'all score. I'm going to be the defensive stopper. And close the game. Who does that at his age and state? By that time, he was like 14, 15 years in. Well, maybe not that, about 13. Like, who, who, who does that at Kobe's stature? Yo, he, he he was amazing, man. People that don't like Kobe don't really like themselves, man. Yes, and also, <laughs> and guys, you guys have a good one. And also, dear, and, and dear white women, if you're going to criticize Kobe, let's talk about Ben Roethlisberger at the same time, Sarah Spain. Hey, you guys have uh, a wonderful ooh. day. Oh, Sarah, you know, she's been a guest oh. on our show. We're going to have to call Sarah. Sarah All right, Tobias, yo, we're going to be on um Sunday. You know, just we'll check. You know, we'll put the times in the chat. We're gonna be on for a little while. We cool. gotta do our Super Bowl preview yeah. show since we haven't talked about the Super Bowl in like. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll chime right. in. Hey, you guys. Nah, uh, yeah. How you re- how you have your your final score and your MVP ready on Sunday? So we holler at you then. <laughs> All right, let's stick with the phone lines. Oh, we got the homie Savad calling in from the great state of Texas. What up, Vod? Hey, what's going on, fellas, man? Uh, thank you for taking my call. Oh man, it's nothing. Man. Thank you for thank you for making that call, and and shout out to to you for making sure that you dialed in and came through on someone who's better than Tim Duncan, man. We appreciate you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, y'all, you know if y'all don't know, Savad is uh, yeah. one half of the Tissue and the Tape Hip Hop Podcast crew. Uh, he's also uh, one of the co-hosts on the future award-winning podcast, Safe Space. What about? One quarter. Hey, what's one going quarter, on, guys? Quarter. What's going on, guys? 
I had to uh, I had to chime in real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, how, definitely... how dads get a dab and we get uh, you guys? Like, what's that about, though? <laughs> I, answered, I answered the phone. I answered yeah. the phone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you nah, got to be formal to the person who the phone. Come on, come on, man. And anybody that's ever listened to the Tissue and the Tape podcast knows I give you guys individual shout-outs every time. So salute to, <laughs> to Dev, B. Austin, Jimmy. <laughs> Um, thank you for taking my call. Tobias, that was a great call, by the way. I enjoyed some of the things that he talked about. Um, oh, no I doubt. You didn't, enjoy him. you didn't enjoy him picking the Niners, though, did you? I, I actually enjoyed that a lot, Jim. Vod is only posting people picking the Niners. Like, when the Eagles in the bowl... I wanted quadruple yeah, double smoke. reverse psychology. <laughs> All negative. Is, <laughs> you don't oh, want too dude, many want, people believing in your team out. because then you know. Yeah. You 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 don't want to imagine because it's all in our minds. You don't want to imagine that your right. team is reading those clippings and, and getting a big head about exactly. it. Exactly. Well, you I want caught, all the negative I caught, smoke. I caught, I caught my partner Phil trying to sneak uh uh. Uh, encourage uh, Jimmy G on Twitter. I had to shut that down myself. I was like, oh, 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 oh. Yo, I, 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 I peeped that. I like, peeped that. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't. Don't. Don't ever think we don't believe in you. We we believe in you. You don't need to have a chip on your shoulder. But um, what I what I did want to say about Kobe, um, you know, everything is hip hop with us. Um, last decade, obviously, one of the the most famous rap lines, one of the 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 most uh tweeted, quoted rap lines was, um, you know, he wasn't with you shooting in the gym. gym. <laughs> and I was actually, I was actually listening to that this morning. Um, Hated that it was just so amazing. Hated that yeah, it had like, to be him. But like, if you think about it, like, dude, if you if you really want to give him credit for that, like anybody else in that situation, their woman with $150 million sitting in, in front of them, with with all the things that he may or may not have done to her, she would have just taken the money and run. But this dude was so ill that he bought her a ring and gave her two more children on top of the two that they had and still kept her and still continued to build their family to the beautiful beautiful point that it was where you don't, like growing up in the 80s and 90s, like with, you know, the Jordans and all the different people that we heard where, you know, these people took half, Johnny Carson and whatnot. Like, Kobe was special in that respect where he's like, nah, like, Mamba mentality. Like, nah, you ain't going nowhere. And we about to have two more. Yeah. I always admired that part because people had written it <laughs> off and basically put it in rap songs that he was about to cut the check to his wife. And he was like, nah, not exactly. Not really. I always thought Yo, that was he, like, he, 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 he actually checked. They were divvying up he his stuff between that. her and her mom. Like, it was all in the news. Yeah. Yo, he checked. Dude he don't actually give up on checked nothing. Drake about that and told him that he didn't appreciate it. Like, he's like, no, nah, because yeah. you know Drake thought he was on Kobe's side by saying that. He was like, no. Nah. Yeah. And the crazy part is, I forgot what athlete it was. It was uh, it wasn't T. It was one of the athletes that was on um, whatever that show was to get him. Like I told you, I've been watching so much Kobe content, it's out of control. I think it was Paul Pierce. Um, and Paul Pierce was saying how like they were rivals, but later in uh their career, they became business partners in some venture. And um, he said that Kobe told him, like, yo, he's so competitive that he told his wife, yo, we're going to compete in marriage. We're going to be the best old couple there is. Like, he's trying to compete just being married. It's a competition to him. Yeah. I'm like, yo. <laughs> yo. Like, like, yo, we're going to be the best like, couple. Like, yo, like what's yeah. wrong with you? Nah, that, that, but, yeah, that always stuck with me. And, I mean, obviously – 
the battles that he had with the Spurs, um, the 2008 Western Conference Finals. I mean, if anybody wants to pull that up on, on YouTube and just look at just a, a master class on really um, dominating an opponent and imposing your will, that, that was that was definitely uh, one of the ones that hurt as a Spurs fan, but it was it was good to, to see that, that level of competition happen. Yeah, I mean, the Spurs, the Spurs just didn't have the best player on the court at that time, so there was nothing that they could do. Shout out to 2001. Kobe did in that, but, you know, Shaq gets the finals MVP, so people forget, you know, yeah, whoever gets that is the only person on the team. But you know what he did in the two thousand man conference finals. But he gives he gives the Spurs props. You know, we, I mean, we, I think right. he started talking about it a little bit more to ease the blow of the of, of the comments that made Shaq a little sensitive about being lazy. They could have won such and such amount of championships. After that right. whole thing, you know, he changes it. Like, you know, why didn't y'all win ten championships? And he says one word: Spurs. <laughs> Bottom line, right. Yo, but shout out to I think, you know, that's more of the truth answer. So I, I do believe him, but he still wanted to say Shaq. Tim Duncan. Yeah, he, he, Tim he, Duncan he actually. Yeah. Tim Duncan Shaq. actually showed emotion over the whole Kobe thing. So shout out to him for that. Um, because Tim Duncan really <laughs> he, shows emotion he, about anything. Did he change? Did he change his clothes? He didn't do that, <laughs> but he was crying a little bit. Yo, your biggest rivals bring stuff out of you, man. You care oh, about yeah. it. I mean, look at, oh, yeah. look, at, look at Magic yeah. and Bird. I mean, I really think yeah. Magic way more than Bird, but <laughs> Magic people just yeah. pull off a little bird. bird yeah, Bird but, don't um, care about Magic as much as Magic. <laughs> I mean, they, they, yeah. I mean, no, they definitely no, love it, each it other. Is, it is 640 Magic, but Bird be drawn to. Bird be drawn to. Magic. Magic's just a bigger personality, so it's always gonna come off like Magic's a little but you know what, though? Larry Bird draws. He talks more than Larry Bird, and anybody that's a great player, Larry Bird draws. It's not just Magic; it's everybody. Like, mm, yo, God I heard issues. Larry Bird talking talk about LeBron, and I was like, yo, if he don't stop, he sound worse in court. Like Larry Bird <laughs> um, gives every great player their props. Like Larry Bird don't mind talking about how great somebody else is. Yo, he called. Yo, he called yeah. Michael Jordan God. I mean, that, yeah, that yeah, should he did. Cap, that should cap it. Uh, that should cap it all off. Um, for a man, long time though, Larry Bird was in. You know, he was in management in the NBA. So you know, you yeah. kind of gotta be. You gotta know be, who yeah. you might have a shot at. You know, so, yeah, so that's Magic true. Dude, yeah, I, know, I know. I know. Last so year, Magic last year he had made a joke. Last year he made a Magic joke. He was like, yo. He said the players in today's game would have crushed all of us because they just, you know, they just better than us. And people got offended by that, like a lot of people from his era. So he was like, "Yo, that's what it is." Yo, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, I salute to you for pointing out the, the the use of competitive greatness as a tool of positivity in marriage. And I think that you know we we spend time knocking folks that are overly competitive, but yeah. for someone like Kobe to be able to find that balance and use his competitive nature as a stepping stone into positivity. I think that that, that deserves uh, a, a salute. Um, no, no, I have no idea what being a mamba mentality like to, to fire. I don't know what you just said. Ma- marriage, <laughs> marriage, mamba, mamba marriage mentality, man. That's, that's, <laughs> mamba marriage that's mentality. Mamba marriage mentality, man. That's, that's you know, and, and, and I relate that to, to almost like being an MC. 
um, in a booth or in a group. It's like we all celebrate what it is that we do as as maestros of the microphone in this sports media thing and, and give each other props and respect. But I think I'm the best. Deb thinks he's the best. Jimmy thinks he knows he's the best. Y'all think y'all the yeah. best. Yeah, I know that's, that's, yeah. That I'm the, I'm, that's that mom. That's that mom. That's that mom right. mentality. Actually, actually, yeah. I put my, I, I put my vote out for Roy Burton. Shout out to the Broad Street line. Roy Burton, <laughs> yo, Roy Burton, is, yo, Roy, Roy Burton, Burton is, is yo, you the goat, yo. I can't <laughs> Roy Burton live, like run, run the board, run the board, and cook, like. If I'm, if I'm Kobe, Roy Burton is Kobe's muse. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Roy Burton is the Kobe of podcasting. Yo. <laughs> Yo, I was, yo, yeah. I'm not even joking, man. Like, I was rooting for, um, I was rooting for Roy and Chris for that, that Philly, remember that, that contest that we even entered a, a video into, Jim? Oh, that, like, we entered a video yeah. into a contest to get a show on Philly Radio, but I was rooting for them to get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially, yeah. you know, the, the Broad Street, like, they do, I mean, they do national stuff on the Broad Street line, but they're more, their show is more catered to Philly anyway. Yeah, so Philly centric. That on top of you know Roy's skills and and Chris's personality, you know, I really wanted them to get that. But um, yeah, this 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 back to this Kobe situation, man. It's I say it's just been it's been difficult, man. Like I've it's it's never hit me like this. I know we spoke about this earlier, like as far as celebrity deaths go it's just there's nothing that can compare and the and the crazy part about it is we talk about people and we've always talked about people like man if we lost such and such i would be blah 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 i've never even thought about it i've never thought about kobe not being here and how i would feel if he wasn't so that might add to it like the shock factor like be awesome that the fact that it was just some freak tragedy um i said this on the, the other show when Michael died, when Prince died, when Whitney died, um, to an extent, Biggie and Pac, like there was some kind of self-destructive behavior that led to most of that. The, with the first three, you know, drugs, you know, Biggie, I can't really blame that on him, but my ass wouldn't have been in L.A. after all the stuff that was going on. So I, I think was ready. Was making I was that ready. Trip. I was ready for Puck to get on up out of here uh, earlier than it happened. So Yo, I was expecting. I was expecting. Yeah, you know I'm saying. I mean, I'm just keeping it. Uh, I'm just keeping it. Uh, no, no, but, but on the real, like the biggest thing, like you ain't no business in LA at that point in time. You really had no business. I'm not gonna blame it on on him, but. We could have played safe. We could have played it a little safer, and everything might have, you know, let stuff die down for a couple of years. Because I mean, people I got are serious you. I got about you. that. Yo, man, this, we all, all, all about Kobe. Kobe. Somebody, so that's a little we, selfish. We, we, we all, yeah, we all about Kobe right now. But just back on on the Pac, man. Your mom is one of the foundational members of the Black Panthers. How you end up Mob Pyro, man? No shots to the brothers in the Mob Pyro, but I'm saying, come on, Pac. You knew you was. I about mean, it. we can. Pac no, was brilliant. On, I don't even want to get into that because you're drawn right now. Yeah. No Pac slander. So all I'm going to say is this. I, I, was, I was effed up over Big, although I understand Dev's perspective on it. I, I, Big was I probably – so my top three in terms of celebrity deaths in terms of how I took it probably was – Kobe's definitely number one, and I'm not trying to be uh, 
you know, in the moment, but it is what it is. Um, for honestly, honestly, Nipsey and then Big. You the wasn't hurt behind. Is, you wasn't hurt behind Big Pond. Come on, fam. No, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. This it was hurt, man. We didn't feel like we knew Pond like that. Yeah, you know cause I mean? he he didn't get a chance to even like, you know, we didn't feel like we knew him. You're right. So. My mom used to tell me a story when I was younger about how, like, her generation, when, when Marvin Gaye died, how everybody mm. was, like, was hurt. Mm. And I used to sit there, there and tell her, like, but y'all didn't even know him for real, for real. And she was like, you don't understand. I'm like, I don't. But now I get it. <laughs> now you get <laughs> you know it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now I get y'all it. Y'all crying over a singing bowl for <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. I'm like, what you talking about? Like, you ain't no boy. Now, every 10 minutes, like, you don't get it. And you know, yeah, the older yeah, you get, I get it, bro. So, you know, now that Kobe hit us at this age, it's like, it's, it's <laughs> no holds barred on this one. I shout out to Neil in the, uh, in the chat room, she said Kobe hit her hard because she was a super fan. He was the only athlete she ever admired. It was the sole reason she started watching basketball. Um, ironically, Damn. that statement that statement I've heard, but I've heard it this week from NBA players. I heard several NBA stars say Kobe is the reason I picked up a basketball. They didn't say my pop. Yo. Because my son better say my yeah. pop is the reason I got <laughs> And not say because yeah. I, he actually yo. didn't pick it up and put it in his crib. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these, yo, y'all, a lot of these young Stahobs ain't got dads though. So yo. you can understand. Yo, stop it. Yo, but I'm gonna tell you one thing, yo. Um, Demar Derozan was like Kobe was yo, everything. Yo, like, Demar, yo, Demar Derozan straight up said Kobe was my pop. Basically, he was like Kobe was my pop. So that's what he meant to me. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, we ain't, ain't arguing. Seen it. Like it's definitely a, a understanding, especially for those guys who grew up in the LA area. You know what I'm saying? As big as he is in that city, if you're a kid growing up in LA and maybe you weren't playing basketball yet, or if you are, you know, you are a hooper. Like, who else are you gonna look up to? And especially if you're a guard, you know, any 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 anywhere from a Guard to a small forward. Like, who else are you going to look up to? Like, Shaq had his dominant run, but it's different from who you thought was most dominant and who you wanted to be like. Vince Carter? Kobe, like, there is an argument. Like, there's a lot of people out there who still believe Magic is the greatest Laker of all time. A lot of people out there believe that it's Kobe. Uh, that's dead. Magic, that's dead. Magic no says that it's Kobe. Kobe says that it's Magic. That's the modesty between the two and the respect. Um, but they both just had a grip on that city like Fox. nobody else. Like Shaq and and Kareem, you know, have just as much of a stake to claim as far as best players. But I think Kobe and Magic, what they did, kind of transcended even what they did on the court, even the championships but, that they won. Like they they just own the city. But here's the thing, though. The reason most people say Magic is because Magic repped the brand more so than Kobe. Like, what I mean by that is Magic was Mr. Laker to the point where Magic not only played for the Lakers, he was a Lakers coach. He was a Lakers president. He was a partial owner. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, he, he was the VIP in the Forum Club. Like, so he was, like, he was pretty much a mascot. 
the ambassador. I know that sounds, that sounds, that sounds demeaning, but that's what he was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just some breaking news. Uh, you know, this saw this in the chat. Um, the good news. 2020 NBA All Star Reserves. Um, I don't know if y'all care about this, but I'll just read them out real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the East, Jimmy, in the East we got Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Ben Simmons, Chris hey, Middleton. Ben. Jason Tatum, Bam Adebayo, Uh-oh. and uh, Court Height, Sabonis. Court Height, Jason Tatum. <laughs> yeah, and Yo. Sabonis is on there as well. Dominic nice. Sabonis. In the West, we have Damian Lillard, who was drawn. Like, yo, did y'all see Damian Lillard pull up from half court like multiple times? Yo. Russell Westbrook. Yo. yo, Damian Lillard averaging like fifty-two points over his last three. Yo, yo. Damian Lillard. He don't Donovan care Mitchell, where he The Joker. Rudy Gobert, Brandon Ingram, Russell Westbrook, and Chris Paul. Brandon Ingram, oh, Brandon and Ben, oh. same draft class. Yo, wow. Yeah. I, no I was really, Joker, I wow. was really rooting for Derrick Rose to 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 end up man, in this All Star game, but man, <laughs> I wanted to man, see Mumbles. Man, I wanted, I wanted to see Mumbles make wanted, it. I wanted, I wanted to see Derrick that to before Derrick Rose on four on them. But yo, um. I'm shocked at Devin Booker though. Devin Booker didn't get in. Gunning in Devin does. Booker, no All Star. Crazy. Devin, Devin Booker is the that guy on the bad team. But but I mean that never really mattered in the NBA All Star game. There's always bad team stars in the game. But I think now you know voters starting to vote for everything the exact same way. So if they're looking at two guys, they're gonna be like, "Well, he does more He's for winner for winning. He does more for winning, yeah." And that's why a guy like you know Zach Levine can do what he's doing right now and still not make it. That's why Devin Booker can do what he's doing right now and still not make it. I, um, I wanted yeah. Mello. I wanted Mello to make it, but I knew it wasn't right. Like I'm, I'm Mello. Yeah. What you want, hops? Dope dog food. Hey Vi, you you got any 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 last thoughts on this no, tragedy? No, I will say um, you know it's it's a tremendous loss, obviously. Um, and what we talked about earlier uh, this week, like I've been a Chiefs fan since I was ten. I'm forty now, so it's thirty seasons basically. And mm. I, I never imagined I never imagined a Chiefs. Um, uh, going to the Super Bowl, I just thought it was it wasn't possible. Yeah. Uh, they made it. And I just don't, I just don't care. I just don't care. You know, like I, like I'm weird. starting to feel a little bit. Yeah, it just feels odd. I haven't really been watching much um, mm-hmm. of the coverage. It'll ramp up. Hope, hope It'll get, ramp up. Yeah, I'm hoping that you know tonight I'll yeah. probably you know take some time to watch some stuff. But uh, it just feels weird. Um, you know, it's just a, a dark cloud over the sports world, and um, yeah, you know. Uh, you know, it's just it's just odd, but ho- hopefully, and we'll talk Sunday. Uh, I have my prediction ready. Uh, hopefully, you know, th- there'll be a little bit of solace for people that were not only Kobe fans but also Chiefs fans on Sunday. So, you know, I gonna predict the Forty ers by twenty. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Forty Nineers. He gonna say fifty-five ten Forty Nineers. There you go. <laughs> they gonna they gonna get Bronco. Take it back to Super Bowl twenty-three. Yeah, hey, 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 too soon. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be out here getting Broncos. No doubt. 
<laughs> All right, man. We're going to let you on Sunday twice. Vibe, peace, All right, homie. Guys. All, All right, right, thank man. you. All right, we got some more Hold calls up. here. Did um, B also say he thought Mello was going to make it, though? Nah, I didn't say I said I wanted him to, man. Yo, thank Mello you, got in the league like 10 games ago. <laughs> Mello ain't have a job. I guess B really was thinking Mello was going to get a um, a retirement a sympathy, tour. A sympathy joint, yeah. In, the, in my Draymond voice, what'd you think, you Kobe? Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, don't love you like that. Yo, love you, yo, yo, you talking to Paul Pierce? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you talking to Paul Pierce? Yeah. yeah. In the game. He's like, what you thought you was, Kobe? All right, before we... We killed the truth. Before we go back to the to the phone lines, I just want to give... um. The quote of the week. Now, B, you might be able to help me with this because I don't really know where it came from. I know my wife sent it to me, and then you actually said it on the on the other show. So I had no idea where it came from because I asked her where it came from. She's like, she don't know. She just saw it on the gram. But the quote of the week, um, leaving your home and getting back safely is such an underrated blessing. Now, B, I know you saw somebody say it. I don't know if it originally came from them, but we can at least oh. cite them for saying it. I'll go ahead and cite the person I got it from, which was uh, the big homie, Kareem Biggs Burke of I don't think he did. He, he screen, he's, no, he screenshotted it. That was actually going like, uh, that was a trending thing on like Twitter. So it it came from, a, right. let's just say the tweets. The streets made it up. <laughs> came from the I just saw that on the ground. All right, so um, one yeah. more time. Leaving your home and getting back safely is such an underrated blessing. And, My you know, guy. that never rings more true um, than, you know, this week. Or if you've had certain things like that happen to you um, in your family or anything like that. It's definitely an underrated blessing because you leave your house every day. Your life may be routine. You might do the same thing every day and you take for granted that, okay, see you when I get back. And sometimes people just don't come back for whatever reason, freak accidents. Um, You know, in our case, we get pulled over and killed by the cops. Um, Just whatever, whatever may happen, Just, just anything that can happen. But I really do think it is an underrated blessing. And if you're spiritual in any way, or if you're religious, um, some of y'all understand that there's a difference between the two. Um, thank whoever you think when you get home every day. Hey, thank whoever you think Man, when listen. you wake up every day. You know what I'm saying? The, the I just prophet. think all throughout the day, we should all stop taking everything for granted and thank whoever we think. And, and, and all of these different situations, man, because Yo. families, you know, this is a big one because he's famous and we all know him, but families get torn apart like this every day. So very underrated man, blessing. Man. It, it was a great, it was a great philosopher. His name was Jaheen, who wrote a song um, that was called Just In Case. And in the Just song, in this is the song he, he's telling the young lady. 
you never know that I might not make it home. So therefore, every day you should like give me the yam. And um, I understand what he mean by that. So you know, so all the ladies listen, man. Take care of your fellas because you just don't know. You just don't know. You never so, know. Just in case. Yeah. So I'm lo- I'm trying to look out for the brothers out there, man. Listen, yeah. y'all y'all never yeah. know. So you know, like Jahi say, man, just in case. Yeah, one of y'all text Brandy. Um, stat of the week before we um. you on the phone line, we about to get to you. Stat of the week. Um, of course we know this happened the night before uh, Kobe's helicopter went down. This was why he was in the news the way he was. But uh, LeBron James uh, with 33,655 points surpassed Kobe Bryant on Saturday night, um, who, you know, ended his career at 33,643 points for third place on the all-time NBA scoring list. Um, That probably would have been the stat of the week anyway, regardless of what happened this week. But even now, like, this rings of more importance because, like I just said, this was the very reason that, you know, Kobe never left our site. Kobe, you know, he's still in every sports argument every single day, but he was really, really up front and center because LeBron was paying homage to him, you know, that night after the game. Um, the Kobe's last tweet was a congratulatory tweet to LeBron James. Um the Lakers, LeBron and, and, and the rest of the Lakers found out while they were on their team plane going back to L.A. because they ended up staying the night in Philly because the game ended so late. Um, they found out on the team plane about what had happened to Kobe. You saw the footage of LeBron um, hugging folks on the tarmac when they got off the plane. It was just, just a sad day, man. Like, Because you can, you can understand how this brother feels. Like, yo... I just poured my heart out about this dude. I just told people how I came into this league chasing him, looking up to him. Like he told a story about when he first met Kobe uh, at a camp, Kobe gave him, as a matter of fact, he was at a tournament in Philly. Um, Kobe was in Philly, I believe to play the Sixers. I don't know if he said Kobe may have been a rookie or something. I don't know. Whatever the story was, LeBron and Mav, ended up traveling from wherever they were to Kobe's hotel. He got a chance to meet him. Kobe gave him some advice and gave him some sneakers, which were size 14s. LeBron wore size 15. Even though they were too small, he idolized this man so much that he wore them in the game that he was in Philly to play on national TV, balled out in a pair of shoes that were too small for him. Um, It's just stories like that, man. And we always talk about it. LeBron fans hate Kobe for some reason. Kobe's fans hate LeBron for some reason. And 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 you guys waste all of that energy, you know, throwing acid on the other player when these dudes love each other. Like it, it really makes no sense. And the the rivalry was manufactured anyway. Kobe and LeBron have never played a game in the NBA that had any sort of meaning to it. <laughs> So you're not really, you know, rivals like that. Um, I joked today with Jimmy. I was like, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James were bigger rivals than Kobe and LeBron. They came in the same draft. They chipped up twice together. Know. Right. And then they <laughs> ended up joining each other. But 
every game they played, being in the same conference, had way more meaning than anything LeBron and Kobe ever did on the court together. Um, it's just, you know, this is just one of those lessons. Like, people just waste too much time being overly personal in a negative manner about these athletes that they don't know because of some persona that they see out on the basketball court and maybe that's what sports a, is, man. Like I could be, I, can, I, I understand what you're saying. Conference. I understand what you're saying, but that's like that. That's what fanatics fanatics are, man. Like they take that stuff personal, man. Like I'm telling you, I, my perspective is just a little different because growing up with old heads in Philly, they hated Bill Russell. They would they would they would be the same way, disrespecting Bill Russell because they were wilt guys. And, you know, they didn't want to give Russell props at all because they're Wilt guys. And <laughs> I just imagine that. And and so it's like things just, re- things just repeat themselves. Things just repeat themselves. No doubt. Like, yeah, no doubt. People didn't change. You know I mean, I mean I'm sure it's always been like that. People definitely haven't changed. It's just that now now we have a, we have a platforms now where we can, like, you know, see the talk across the it. country. Yeah, you see it. Real you into everything everybody's saying. Yo, it's like all a right, barbershop let's... conversation that's constant. Right, right, right. Um, all right, let's go to a couple more calls. We got Rob from out in Cali, uh, big Lakers fan. Rob, what's going on, man? Rob, it's your boy, Big Rob, aka yeah, Yo. I caught the coronavirus because they they ran out of tequila. But anyways, man, what's good? How y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, Rob, I don't man. get that one. Hey, as you, how you doing? You out there close? Uh, what's you doing? Is 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 they giving out sympathy yams out there or no? You said what? <laughs> sympathy yams, man. Uh, uh, sympathy yams. Sympathy yams, man. man. Is that what's popping out there, man? The the no yams in the world can change the feeling. If I had Pinky Cherokee mm. and uh, Melrose Fox, that still wouldn't that still wouldn't change, you know, anything right now. You know what I'm saying? Yo, uh, shout out let to me find Fox because she don't get enough credit for the work that she, <laughs> she does in the art in the art ballot, that she first creates. Ballot. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no oh Lord, but um, nah, man. Um, and Anna Fox. I, 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 I'm I, sorry. I'm I, sorry. Anna Fox over Melrose, though. But go ahead, Rob. <laughs> no, I don't want, but. I will say this, like, I wish I would have, because I'm going to watch the World of Sports Kobe segment because. You need to. And and, and I need to, but it's kind of, because, because y'all older guys, y'all, y'all, y'all do way, way, you know, more more mature audiences. And so y'all yeah, grew up in the Jordans. Wait, wait, listen, listen, listen. The, yeah, the Jordans. The Jordans the um the Jordans, the Larry Birds, and, and and that's good. But you know, for 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 those who are in their late twenties, and you know, Kobe is our guy, especially in L.A. He's our guy. He's people who kids grew up with. L.A. is a basketball city. People think glamorous and stuff outside. I mean, I remember as a kid. We would do math quizzes on like Shaq's free throw percentages. You know what I'm saying? Like it was crazy. Like, um, yeah, y'all couldn't y'all couldn't count that high. That's, that's why y'all school system. Sure. <laughs> we were doing, um, 
you know, people what when Chloe, I remember one time Chloe made like a a game winning shot and, and some and I was playing my basketball side and some dude just randomly came up to have a conversation with me about the about the game. Like, you know, it was the, like like people people would just, like like it's a basketball say so shoot, I remember and I remember, and this is me being stupid. I remember I was wearing my Iverson jersey, mm-hmm. and, and I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> oh, it was the finals, and you know, it's, it's so so chick, it's so chick. I thought she was trying to holler at me, but she she was really saying, "Hey man, yo, what you like? What's up? Like really, really though?" Wait, 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 um, wait, wait, wait. It, please don't tell me it was the finals against Philly, and you was yeah. wearing an Iverson jersey. I mean, you, I, hey, 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 in any city, you was trying to get jumped, but that's on you. <laughs> Good luck no, with I'm that. Was a chick. Was a chick. I was trying to get jumped. Hey, she still whoop your ass. There's a Philly chick who jumped you, too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she probably was from Philly. That's why I'm like, but anyways, but, but anyways, listen, like, you know, um, the, the atmosphere right now is complete devastation. I mean, people... Oh man, I, I remember just back in the day, just growing up, people forget, people forget Kobe was really hated, how much hated he was by the Jordan fans from the 90s, you know? And it's like the more they start hating on him, hating him, the older they got, the more they appreciate his work. Now, my theory is I think some Jordan fans became, became LeBron fans. That's just another story itself, but you know, um, uh, I, I, that's something that I never understood either, Rob. Like, I was a big Jordan fan, right? Um, and seeing Kobe being that close to Jordan, I mean, at least, you know, even when he was young, at least being able to do things like Jordan, imitating Jordan. I'm like, I was never offended by that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here saying, because I'm, I'm, I'm one of the guys who always preach, like, man, we're going we gonna to hate it when... When these guys are gone, like we're doing, we're doing all of this, being all negative, we're gonna hate it when they're gone. So I see somebody who's just like my hero. I'm sitting here like, damn, we could be possibly getting a reset. Like I took the Kobe instantly um, once he got to the league. You know, maybe it was think, a little I bit think, of Philly I'm, bias, I'm, but you I'm, can't call that for everybody because half the people in Philly hated him for some reason. I'm, I'm probably uh, the one that's most qualified to 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 chat on that. And uh, for me, man, quite quite honestly, I knew from the outset that Kobe was very, very special. And my idea of God's gift of basketball and the foundation of the basketball universe is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And so to see a kid imitate and get that close to a carbon copy made me uncomfortable. So I'm and it like, made a lot of people It's just how yeah. it's how you look at it. Because for me, I'm like, shit, I, we might get a mic reset here. So I'm sad because his career is about to be over. But you know, maybe we can see something that's, that's, now, that's like him. For me, I, my I perspective, my perspective is a little different as someone that rooted for him because he, he repped my squad. But it's, it's, I get it. Because in my lifetime, the two most polarizing figures in all of sports, forget basketball, are Michael Jordan and LeBron James. And mm-hmm. Kobe's reign or era, whatever you want to call it, came in between those two. So mm-hmm. I get it. So you have the Jordan people 
who don't want to admit that, you know, Kobe's that guy. And then the LeBron folks who also don't, because Kobe's in the middle of them. It's sort right. of like uh And the thing is, Jim, Kobe Bryant yeah, is he's like, definitely like a bridge. Like, he didn't really get to have his own full era to himself. Because I, I mean, he came in on the tail end of Mike, and then, you know, by the time Kobe won his last two chips, LeBron was already – a lot of people thought he was already the best player in the league. I didn't agree with that, but – He, 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 listen, he man. didn't have some full era. I mean, he did He did it because his squad wasn't that nice. And, and, and even if Shaq was, was still on the Lakers – Let's just hypothetically say he was still on the Lakers. He was still on the tail end of his career. Like Shaq was already banged up, and you know. No, I get that. What what I'm saying is, timing timing matters, man. Timing matters. For instance, man, give you a quick analogy. Like you talk about Michael Jackson, who's Dev's guy. Because Michael Jackson exists, and because Chris Brown exists, Usher doesn't get his props as being Mm -hmm. as one of the elite. R and B singers. He's the he's the Kobe Bryant of R and B. So I just that's ill. I just anyway, um because <laughs> Usher got arguably three great albums. You know what I mean? And shout out to all my people out there who love R and B because I'm an R and B head. But the fact is he'll never get his props because he's in between two guys who are polarizing for various reasons. Um and that's all I was saying about Kobe, because he comes in between a LeBron and a Mike, who mm. in my lifetime, they're the most polarizing athletes that exist. Like they're bigger than the game of basketball. Let's keep it, regardless of how you feel about Mike's game, because of how he's marketed in association with Nike, and you can say the same thing for LeBron, they are bigger than the game. I mean, it's a reason why LeBron's redoing um, Space Jam, right? Like, nobody else did that. Mike did it, and who else is going to do it? You know what I'm saying? So it's like these are the two most polarizing guys in history, like in sports in my lifetime. Forget basketball. And Kobe's in between there. So that's kind of like he got caught in between it. Yeah. All right, Rob, we, we got other callers on the line, but real quick, give us your um just give us your Super Bowl pick real quick, just in case you we might be on too early for you on Sunday. I mean, we'll let you know the time when we get it, but and you you know, if you change your mind and want to change your pick, you can call in Sunday. But what's your what's your Super Bowl pick? All right, and uh I'll talk about my third Kobe moment later, you know, um, there's a bunch of them, but, uh, or you can do that. You don't have to give a Super Bowl pick if you just want to give one more thought about Kobe. You get a Super Bowl. What's your favorite, what's your favorite Kobe moment then? He he bagged one of your jobs. What's up? Nah, 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 I don't think he bagged any checks since, since he bought his wife that, uh, Lamborghini, the dry stick. The only Lamborghini that's dry stick that that that's automatic, you know, ain't ain't nothing. But um, as far as um, oh my football picks, my football picks. Okay, Seth. As much as I like Patrick Mahomes, you know, uh, and Andy Reid and what what, what he's done over there, he's a I call him the black quarterback guru. You know, you know, Just he's black. like a. <laughs> Uh, okay. uh, yeah, he's a he's like uh, the custom model with the Tyson, you know. Except mm-hmm. he's heavier. Um, I don't know, man. I think the deep the defense, San Francisco, San Francisco, scary. But 
can they can they can can they step up if it's a shootout? Can what's big man? We gotta get to these other calls, right? I may I may change my my I really want the Sean McCoy in against championship, but I think in my for Kaepernick, I want that. I want the Chiefs to win, but my heart is just telling me San Francisco is gonna come out. And we're gonna get some bandwagoners, and 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 my father on the call. My father on the call, but my, my one of my favorite Kobe moments. Uh, the, 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 there's a couple. There's a right. couple. There's a huh. You gotta hurry up, man. It's, been, it's people waiting. Yo, hurry up, huh? Oh, um. I guess when we beat two 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 moments when we beat the last two championships when he beat uh uh, Ma- uh Orlando Magic and by the way Magic that proved that Vince Carter that proved that Vince Carter is a fraud is not a Hall of Famer because what were he done in the series mm-hmm. and also um damn no, no. It's, it's true I'm sorry I'm sorry but what was he at. Wait, why why is Vince Carter a fraud? What did he have to do with that? What, what, what did he do wrong? In the what did he have with what? Huh? When he played for the Magic? He he was in that series. Oh. Vince Carter was not in that series, dude. He, he, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was. I'm pretty sure he was. Vince Carter was not in that series, man. <laughs> if he was, my apologies. I think when he beat Boston, right. when he beat Boston. I think that was a yeah, that was Boston? a memorable, a memorable rivalry. <laughs> what? what? He, he said Vince Carter was a fraud. Yo, <laughs> yeah, Dwight Howard was running, about? but like Jameer Nelson was the second best player. He had Hedu Turkaloo. It was it was that squad. Yo, Rob. Yo, yo, you good, man? Huh? You good, fam? I mean, wait, 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 wait. I, I know. No, it, it, you're not I way off. Vince Carter didn't go there until the next year. Yo, oh, he was there in, he was in 2009, 2010. He went down there. But even at that point, when he went down to Orlando in 09, 10, like Vince Carter was only averaging like 16 points at that at that point. Vince Carter was already pretty much on the downside of his career. Yo, he said Vince Carter was on the downside in 2010, and Vince still playing in 2020. And he's still playing, right? <laughs> now he's just on the, the, the I don't know what. Now he's just on the slide. <laughs> but Rob, we gotta go, man. So thanks for your call. Hit us up on Sunday, man, and we'll talk more about the Super Bowl. All right. All right. Shout out to Tobias, you country ass dude. What's up, man? <laughs> All right. All right, All right, let's go to the phone line. I apologize to Brother Joe. Joe in Tampa, man. <laughs> Sorry what for up, the wind. What's up, fellas? What's, hey, what's going on, Joe? Hey, man. Listen, I, I, I always liked Kobe, but you know the thing that I think that you truly and, you know, love the most and you can see it even more now is that he never cheated you. He was never no. one of these low management oh, guys. Man. He gave you everything he had every time he was Great on the point. court, man. Great point. I mean, I mean like, he was a little, to the like, point where he was a little obsessive with it. Like you always hear those. Yeah, stories, exactly. Like, I'm about to say, you know, if right. you know, 
it, the year he blew his Achilles out, he I think he averaged almost 40 minutes a game. And you think right. if he just took a couple, you know, took a couple plays off, a couple games off, if he doesn't have that, that injury, that career, you know, threatening injury. And, you know, Basically, I heard uh, someone say, yeah, someone say that, you know, maybe he could have got close to uh, 40,000 points if not for that injury. So, man, it's just, I mean, and, and they say that, though, but, you know, my brother had a, a an Achilles, and the doctor kind of told him an Achilles is basically a wear and tear injury. Like, the, he, the doctor basically said, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like, maybe you can prolong it, go a little easier, but at some point it was going to happen just from the mileage that players put on it and the different movements. Right. But, no, you, you're right. Especially that season, though, because he worked so hard to get them – back into that playoff hunt, I was saying the whole time, I'm like, yo, nobody want to see the Lakers because, you know, Dwight Howard had come back, you know, so they were getting a little bit healthier than they were. You know, they tried it with the little quote-unquote bomb squad, and it wasn't working out for the regular season. But as as the stretch, the season stretch came, they started to get more dangerous. But like you said, Joe, he was playing a ton of minutes, and he never even got to play. And in a close game, man, who do you – who who do you want the who do you want to have you know the, the ball in their hands but Kobe you know what I mean I mean it, he just he's an assassin you know and he was the closest thing to Mike you know we we grew up with Mike I mean we I mean we grew up with Kobe I mean I'm a year older than him man and I remember so, I can I, you know I was telling I was telling my my youngest son you know I remember everything from Kobe's career from what right. I was doing, you know, right. when he, right. Moments when, in when your he life. took Brandy to the prom, yeah. I remember, you know, that, that I remember when he scored the 81 watching sports into the next night, you know, this man and, you know, and to, and to lose, you know, Gigi, man, that's just, that's heartbreaking. Cause, yeah. Cause as a dad, man, I couldn't imagine. I just oh, couldn't imagine. God. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah. And before I go, man, let's go with the Chiefs late. Let's see the Chiefs by 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 three. Mahomes MVP. Mahomes MVP. Honey Badger MVP. Late pick. Oh. Oh. All, right. All right. I'm I'm trying to <laughs> shake it up a little bit, man. Love you All guys, right, man. man. Holler at y'all later. All right, thanks for the call, Joe. Appreciate it. Yeah, Joe Dennis. Actually, Joe, he he wrote for us a couple times on the on the blog a long time ago. I didn't know that was him at first. Yeah, Joe wrote for us. Shout out to him. Um, yeah. uh, Oh, we got we got some more, but we haven't screened them. I think I know who this is on the line, but no, y'all just go ahead. I, I I'll screen them. Make sure everything is on the up and up here. Um. Before y'all do, I just want to make sure we have uh, – we did the stat of the week, man. Just just the usual, man. You guys uh, can check out our website at warroomsports.com. You know, when you're on our website, take your time. Uh, look around. You can click on, click on that Contact Us tab if you want to send us a message about anything um, personal or business. For general inquiries, email us at info at warroomsports.com. If you want to – Jump in that chat room and jump in the conversation tonight. You can do that. 
Um, that's the By the Hood chat room. That's on blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Uh, you can sign up for a free profile on Blog Talk, but if you don't have one or if you don't want to do all that, you can sign into your Facebook and Twitter accounts. And of course, we're taking calls for the rest of the evening. Uh, your favorite Kobe Bryant memories, thoughts, games, moments, or just thoughts on the tragedy. Uh, the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline at numbers 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted, but if you're already listening to your phone, just press 1. If you want to talk, and before we get back to the phone lines, just want to do a this date in sports history, which is brought to you by Bowie Falcons Youth Basketball Program. All right, we all know that the War Room family loves the kids. War Room loves the kids. And since you all out there are part of our family, our radio family, it's time for y'all to show your love as well. The Bowie Falcons are a 7U and 8U burgeoning travel basketball program in the suburban Washington, D.C. area. Um, we would like for you to please show your support by donating anything you can, um, based anything you can spare to assist the program in its preparation for the 2020 summer circuit. All proceeds go to reserving gym time for practices, travel tournaments, local summer leagues, and the summer basketball camps as well. Um, in addition to that, or in lieu of a donation, you can also purchase Bowie Falcons t-shirts and hoodies. Uh, the GoFundMe link, along uh, with some apparel images, sizes, price list, are available on the front page of our website at worldroomsports.com. Um, just go to the website. You should see that should be the first flash picture that flashes up. Um, if you click on that photo, that'll take you right to the GoFundMe page. Uh, please show your support and help these young hoopers thrive. So before we get back to the phone lines, just want to give you guys a this date in sports history. This is one we actually had to dig for because I was trying to make it Kobe related. Um, so I actually went through his game logs on every January 30th in his career. And the best game I found was January 30th, 2001. Kobe scored 47 points. Five rebounds, three assists, three steals, one block on 12 for 26 shooting from the field, 23 of 26 from the free throw line in 41 minutes in the Lakers 102-96 win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Guys, he hit 47 points and did not hit one three-pointer in the game. He was 0 for 1 um, from the three-point line. Kind of shows you where basketball is now because it's not even possible for a star to – take one three-pointer in a game, let alone get 47 um, with only one attempt, unless your name is Ben Simmons. And even Ben has never scored 47 in a game, so <laughs> he doesn't even count yet. All right, so um, Jim, uh, you can uh, talk about what happened while everybody was on the grind while we work on these last few phone calls. Screen mm. Word. Yeah, man. Damn, because I was actually getting ready to ask you a different question, uh, B. Austin. Um, but I will get into what happened today while everybody was on the Grizz Nye. But um, before I get into that, though, real quick, this is something I'm going to ask you now is dead when he comes back. Um, this, is, this is one of those moments that we'll never forget. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, and as a matter of fact, what I'll do is I'll make this a part of the grind topics. Because why you want to grind is brought to you by Sports the Book. It's the greatest sports book ever written. Bottom line, you can get it at sportsthebook.com or wolfensports.com. Um, the couple of the grind stories real quick is, uh, they say three recommended features weren't on Kobe's helicopter, the terrain awareness, 
and warning system, uh, cockpit voice recorder, and the flight data recorder. Um, mm. I've actually been in yeah. a helicopter before, but I don't know what any of that is. Um, <laughs> I don't catch them all I, the time. But I was reading time, a little bit uh, about the, to the, the terrain awareness system, but I mean, I'm wondering as fast as they say this helicopter was going, even it was, when it was close to, you know, terrain, like, I wonder if that would have even made a difference, but, you know, I guess it must chime or something or make some kind of noise when you're flying a little too My close. Thing is, from all all reports, it was a foggy day, so that's, who knows? That's the one thing that. that I haven't really, like, indulged in was, like, you know, what went yeah, wrong and all these kind of things, because to me, it don't even matter. Like, it does not. It does not. You know what? At this point, it only matters on Kawhi Leonard's decision of whether or not he's going to fly helicopters again from now on. That's yeah, really yeah. But um, They keep talking about them sharing the question, a pilot and all of that. The question I have for you guys regarding the whole Kobe thing is, this is one of those, this is one of those moments. Where were you when you heard? That's what I'm interested to hear. Like, where were you guys when you heard? Like, be awesome. Where were you when you got the news? Um, I was sitting... In my day room at my uh, my table, partaking in some lunch, and my daughter my daughter uh, ran up on me and said, "You know, you heard Kobe died," and I said, "Nah." She was like, "I found it." That's fake news. Yeah, so I started I went to Twitter and I got angry at TMZ because on one hand, I hate TMZ, but on the other hand, I know they're always right. So I was like, all right, this is fake news, but I knew I had that cold feeling in the pit of my stomach, like, yo, it's TMZ, though. They ain't never wrong. Yeah. 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 I mean, TMZ has killed off a couple people that ain't really died. I mean, Little Wayne is walking allegedly. They killed him before. I don't remember them saying he was dead though. I thought they were saying like it's he's basically a, well, the, the last rights. It was on two different occasions. And I heard on, it might on, have on been on one occasion. On the one occasion, they, one occasion they killed him, and the other occasion they said he was getting his last right. Now Wayne was heavy right. in the drug use at the time, so they could have been right so both times. Did die come back? You said was heavy. They might have died. That's the thing. They were pushed yeah. up so quickly that could have been the case. He could have died. They, they, they was like, look, the odds are, odds are this. Like, Little Wayne was heavy on the, uh, he was heavy in the drugs at that time. So, you know, one thing um, they did, get, and they killed another. They, they killed off Miley Cyrus one time. Yeah, they killed yeah. Miley Cyrus off too, and she's still she with was. us allegedly. Um, so for me, you know, but but for the, the most answer, part, though, for the most right. part, they right. Yeah. For me, to answer your question, um, I was in the barbershop for the second day in a row. Actually, you know, this time because. The boy had the flu. Jim Jackson? He didn't play in his basketball games on Saturday and Sunday. So he had an appointment with me on Saturday, but he had to stay home because it was the last day. His doctor said he couldn't be around humans till Sunday. So I went out of the appointment, but his game on Sunday was right down the street from the barbershop. So, you know, we told the barber, you know, we'll just make another one for Sunday and I'll bring him then. So he went, he didn't play. He watched the game right after the game. We shot up the street to the barbershop. So we're in the barbershop and one of the barbers, a a female barber, she was telling her, she was, she had a phone out and she was, she was showing everybody like, she's like, yo, Kobe 
Yeah, Kobe died. Y'all hear anything about this? So I'm looking. Everybody had the same reaction that you guys are like, man, that's fake news. But then she showed me her phone, and just like B, it was a TMZ article, and I was like, oh, man. So you immediately start scouring the, the net on your phone, but all you see is LeBron's, you know, cold off of Kobe the night before because he passed him, so it's all LeBron-related. It's all LeBron passed Kobe, paid homage, all that kind of stuff. It's all you can find. So you kind of breathe in a sigh of relief, but you also know the TMZ usually gets it hours before everybody else. So then, you know, once we left, the the story started to come out and they started to confirm it. So, yeah, I, I, I'll never forget that. Because remember, as soon as she showed me, I went to the chat and asked y'all. I'm like, yo, y'all hear anything about Kobe dying? And Dev's the first person that Dev's the first person yeah. I heard it from. But when Dev's so I, I did the same thing, I was like, yo, that's fake. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's fake. And then I started slandering Hank. I was like, Hank, I don't want to hear none of your jokes because it's fake. Like, I immediately went to, like, it's fake. And, you know, right after that, I had to hit the tweets. Like, not the streets, but the tweets because it's the same thing these days. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag like heads. Um, so I hit the tweets. And it's, it was crazy because everybody was saying the same thing. Oh, that's fake news. Everybody was in, like, denial. Everybody, you know everybody was like a real... Everybody, Everybody was like a river in Egypt. Don't even ask how. Um, <laughs> Skyview said so, TMZ killed Soldier Boy. I don't remember that, but. Yeah, they, no, they, they, I didn't they, 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 they got that wrong, too. They bodied him, too. <laughs> somebody, somebody said, I wish he would have, though. Um, yeah. That's Whoa. not me. I said, I said, not me. I said, somebody said. I mean, hey, let's, let's go because we only got, you know, uh, you know like Drink 15 minutes legend, left. Man. Let's get to these uh, phone calls. We got at least two more on the line right now. Let's go to uh, Casey Mack down in the Dallas, Texas area. Then we're going to hit the homie Naj down in Georgia. Casey Mack. What it do, fellas? What it do? What it do? What's up, Casey? Rough, rough week in the world of sports, man. Rough week. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I can tell you I was one of the few Kobe haters. Uh, mm-hmm. We know. We're well aware. The Shaq guy. My brother was a Kobe guy, so, you know, we went back and forth with that and could not stand Kobe because he would just torch my marriage. Anytime, mm-hmm. I mean, I still believe the 62 and three quarters mm-hmm. were better, be way better than, than the 81 he scored yeah. against Toronto. Yeah. I, and, you I know, watched he, he could have scored 81 in that damn game. And believe it or not, he outscored my, my whole team. So That's another, like, know-where-you-were moment. Oh, yeah. I knew exactly where I was that moment. I was sitting in a hotel by myself um, in Hampton, Virginia, because it was the first time I had gone down to uh, my now wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. It was the first time I had gone down there to visit her at her parents' house, and since she was just my girlfriend at the time, her parents wasn't having that me stay at the house, though. Uh, <laughs> I was chilling in a La Quinta end, watching Kobe destroy your Maverick by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Lonely night. And, but, you know, you know, it, you know it's bad when he, he pulls himself out. He pulls right, himself right. out. He said, I don't need to play the four. And he, no he man, very well could have scored at one hand. Take garbage. Take me out. I mean, if you if you dislike a guy because he tortures your team, 
in my book, in my book, in my book is not the only book out there. That's understandable. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I hated him on the We were bred to hate Larry Bird and the Boston Celtics. So huh. you walk around He'll saying do. that stuff when you're young. I've grown to have a healthy respect for Larry Bird. I got his jersey hanging oh. on my man man cave. But I'm walking around when I'm young, I, I, Larry Bird, and I really don't know why. They told me I needed to. He busted his <laughs> ass all the time. Look, I hate Larry you. Bird. <laughs> Still hating. <laughs> you know, of course, you have more respect for the player once his career's done. When you look at the whole body of work, like, damn, he did this, he did this. And, you know, we were fortunate to see him grow up from the 17-year-old to up to now. And the thing is, you have to have more respect for Kobe than any other athlete that ever lived. Simple fact that even the bad part of Kobe, Kobe never hid from his transgressions. I mean, mm-hmm. he had he no business you know his transgressions. Like little, little, like, little never mind. nothing, nothing. Go ahead, brother. You gotta go ahead and finish. Yeah, but you know, I mean, like you yo, know, yo. he put his. He, he, you know, he put his everything he did wrong or right was right in front of us. Folks judge him, but you know what? Kudos to him because he when he was in the wrong, you know, he he didn't run from his problems. So you know, I have no, to give him much didn't. respect for that. Cause I hide my shit. Oh. I'm about to say instead of instead of instead of hiding under a rock, Kobe used to leave court and, and come to the game. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, and you know, yeah, I'm like, if I, just, if I just came from court, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna take a couple of days off, because you know yeah. those questions. Like you're expecting that. You expect to jump off the plane, even if, even if you can duck the media because you're rushing to the game. You know, you can't duck them afterwards, and you know the questions are really not gonna be about the game. The questions are gonna be about where you came from before the game. Same thing with like Vince Carter, and he wasn't coming from anything. You know, negative like a rape trial. Vince Carter rushed to uh, Game Seven in Philly because he went to go go graduate college. But all and the questions got, that they wanted to ask Vince to Carter that. was about, you know, do you think you should have done that? And, and this, you know, some people like, yeah, it's hard to duck things because the media not just gonna let you duck it unless you just go under a rock and hide. Yeah, I feel you. And I tell you that Sunday, believe it or not. When the news came out, I was asleep. So when I when I woke up, I woke about four or something, and then I saw, so I just saw some type of uh, text, and it showed Kobe like a news thing, and I I kind of rolled my eyes. So I said, "Really? Are we really doing this 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 tabloid shit?" And I, was like, I looked down. <laughs> it was like twenty-seven missed phone calls and like thirty or forty texts. And kudos to y'all. Of course, I went to your site, and I'm like, this, you've got to be kidding me. Right. I mean, and the funny thing about it was I was at work in the middle of the night. I was looking at I was looking up 2019 significant deaths on YouTube. Yeah. I BS you not. And I was like, That's this, crazy. I said, huh, I wonder what would be the first big death of this 2020, and I'd be daggone. Yeah, that's creepy. It was hell. <laughs> so, that's creepy, man. You know, I I I didn't have this I'm feeling. Not, last time I, I had this kind of feeling. You might have just killed off one of my poor children. I had this feeling Tupac died. 
I had this feeling when Kobe died. Michael and Prince pretty much lived their life, you know? You know. All right, I, look, look, but, Casey Mack, I'm not famous, but if you ever have a feeling that I'm going to die, please tell me so I can stay in the house. <laughs> you know what? If I stay I in the house, I'm going to end up having a heart attack. Just, yeah, let me know. But, you know, if I got something planned that day, I'm canceling it. <laughs> it's unfortunate because I was really excited to see his next chapter. Yeah. Because it seemed like he had a lot of things going on, and he he looked like he was in peace and having fun. And I I, I appreciate Kobe more, you know, as an adult than I did, you know, during his playing yeah. days when he was the rival and a kid. Moving on yeah. to my chase now. I know yeah, you got no color on. We got, we got another call to get to. So tell us what's going to happen I'll on Sunday. I want to thank you all for bringing me back home to my roots. You are yeah, the reason why I am a happy Chiefs fan now. And y'all already know the story. I'm not even going into it. Man, but Bowl, uh, you're happy I guess Chiefs. I should be a little scared. <laughs> I should be a little worried because I'm not worried about this game. I think we're going to perform very well. I don't think it's going to be a nail biter. I truly believe this time. Yo, man, it must be nice. It must be nice to have two wives, two teams, two every man. You you figured it out. You brought me back home. All I'm going to say is I'm giving you all all the credit. So I'm going to have some words with you in the chat about all this confidence that you show them. Hey, (laughs) this go-round, this Super Bowl, better offense will trump better defense. It's Andy's time, man. I don't think it's going to be be close at all. All right. Well, um, we'll post in the chat when when we're going to be on for a little while on uh, Sunday for a pregame, just in case you want to call in again. So if we'll holler at you then. If not, we'll holler at you in the chat. Yep, okay. y'all be safe. Thank you. All right. Thanks for the call. Yo, yo, y'all man Tom Brady then mm-hmm. posted, like, something cryptic on Instagram, and everybody's trying to figure out what it means. It's like him walking out the tunnel with his, uh-huh. with his like, um, his his regular clothes on. So everybody's speculating and saying he's out of New England, but nobody knows what it really means. Could be retiring. Um, but – but yeah, exactly. Like, like, you know, when speculation you make people have about him switching teams, I just can't see Tom Brady even wanting to be with another team at this point. Like as much as people are uh, like ninety percent sure he's gonna be a Charger or something crazy like that next year, I see him retiring before he's not a Patriot. Let's go to the uh, let's go to our last call, man. We got the homie Nodge down in uh, in, in GA, definitely. Wanted to get his perspective on everything tonight. Naj, what's up, man? Nah. What up? What up? Man. Hey. Hey. Nah. The reason Tom the reason Tom posted that is because Bill already deactivated his damn card. Bill been trying to get that boy out of here, man. Get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and probably was a real photo of him leaving because he couldn't get in. <laughs> yeah, it's mad cryptic though. I'm thinking it might be a Super Bowl ad. I don't know. <laughs> probably, man. You know that uh, broadcast check, so probably. But yo, I, I got the news weird, man. It was from a from an ex that I don't really rock with like that. I ain't talked to in a man. minute, so she sent it. So I'm thinking like, oh, some weirdo. Like, okay, 
whatever. Let me go to Twitter, start looking. Wait, and, wait you know that. Were you a Kobe fan? Nah, nah, I'm not a. Nah, because I'm Kobe trying to guy. think. Like for her to do that, maybe she remembered that you that you were a fan. Or I don't know. Yeah, that sounds weird. <laughs> awesome. I know some basketball news before you know it. Like, I guess she probably got it five minutes before. You know what I mean? Before I mm-hmm. know that. Oh, she's trying, she's trying to poop on you. <laughs> I think so. I think so, sir. I, I feel like that was a shot. But uh, no matter what, bro, y'all just kind of touched on it. Even when you don't like a player, though, like Kobe, uh, you have a respect for him. You know what I mean? As one of the all-time greats. And you root against them. So, you know what I mean? You you still enjoy that person's career. And I, I think y'all got a similar feeling with LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't rock with dude, but you respect, you know what I mean, what he brought to the game. Now, that'd so be I'm, awesome. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's just be awesome. Be awesome. Actually, I'm actually I'm a huge fan of LeBron Believe it or not, though, <laughs> oh, okay. believe it or not, though, I'm more of a fan of LeBron James. I'm more of a fan of LeBron James, the man, than even a basketball player. I, I love what I love what LeBron stands for, but that's that's a whole other story. But I get your point, though. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. so that respect thing, man, that, that that sticks out with this. I mean, same thing with the dude we just named, Tom Brady. Most of us don't like him, but you know, you respect the game, respect the dude's mm-hmm. one of those guys. But I, I, since everybody's pulling obscure Kobe games, which is the dope way to do it to me, everybody don't do eighty-one. Do something people ain't thought about. And the one, I'm going to give y'all one that's just crazy off the board, but if you're a basketball player, you'll understand it in full. Game 6, 2008, in Boston, they got <coughs> smashed. But this is when people really fully bought into Uncle Kobe, scolding the young player. He was giving the Celtics buckets by himself, dead man walking, because they was getting blown out that night no matter what. But he was killing folks that night until the score got out of hand. And he was yelling at everybody all night about what they weren't doing, how people were soft, every everything that you could think of with the memes with Nick Young and all these other guys, Sasha yeah. and all those guys, he was doing that day. But, yeah, if you get a chance, go watch that game, the first half of that game. Like, it's Kobe at his gunning, selfish best, giving people <laughs> work. And, if you, like I said, if you grew up hooping, you know when you go tell your people when y'all got blown out, I was killing. <laughs> Everybody else right, doing right, right. You know this. You know what I mean? It's, and that's the thing. Like if you get if you you get blown out, especially in an organized game, like you're gonna look mad with everybody else, but you're gonna sneak over to the scores table to see what you had in the books. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a dub, you got to you got to declare personal victory. Shout out to Clay uh-huh. Thompson when he was eased back in that chair when he was the only Golden State Warrior who showed up for that one game. Y'all remember that? You, but I mean that's right. you know. You know, now, you know what was a big one for me that's kind of obscure? I may have heard one person say something about it. And, I, you know, for me, I'm since I'm a Sixers fan, it sticks out. Um, they were playing the Sixers one time. Might have been regular season in the 2000-2001 season. Around that time, around the time when they played each other in the finals, but it was a regular season game. I don't know if it was the season before, the season of, or the season afterwards, but... Allen Iverson had 16 points in the first half, so Kobe switched onto him, got the assignment for the second half, and Allen Iverson finished the game with 16 points. I'd never seen anybody stand in front of Allen Iverson like that. And that's the thing. As big as a Sixers fan I was, I was always a Kobe fan. So 
you know, Dude, I'm mad a, about the long at the end of the game, the but I'm sitting so out here like, yo, he proved something tonight. <laughs> Nobody does that. Now. Yo, I, I'll, I'll, I'll add to that to that rivalry though. Remember the rookie versus rising stars game. Iverson oh, and Kobe yeah. are playing dead serious ball. They go to a timeout. Mm-hmm. They get on on microphone with AI saying, "Man, you can't be letting Kobe get that shit, man. Get that easy shit. <laughs> like going off. This is the rookie." First rising star <laughs> game. Kobe and AI are playing like you know what I mean. This is game yo, seven. Dead. Yo, you not, you not, yo, brother, you not gonna see. If people tell me that the that the that the culture hasn't changed, you you're lying to yourself, man. AI used to take them games serious. Kobe used to take them games serious. Hell, that draft class was so nice, though. Steph you had to use a game like that, that to separate yourself. You had to. <laughs> You had to right. that game. That's what that was sure. about. You was making your rep. But, yo, on the KC game, look, man, I, I want to pick my homes, but I feel like, man, look, the coach has just been taking L's lately, bro. Everything tells me uh, uh, this is Andy Reid's time and Mahomes is transcendent, so he should get his first chip. But it's like the coach has been taking L's, MAGA defensive linemen going to the White House. Like, I can see all that going down. Like, man, I can see everything going the wrong way, bro. So I'm scared yeah. to put money up on KC, but I believe in them boys. I hope they get it done. But damn, man, and I just that's, that's, bruh. Those kind of Super Bowls that scare people, though. You expect somebody to go in with the high-powered offense and dominate, but then that high-powered defense just has the greatest day of their lives, like the Seahawks against the Broncos, the 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 Patriots against the the Rams back in the day. Um, the greatest show on turf friends. It, yeah. <laughs> it's a Super Bowl. Yeah, you man. never can happen, man. I, I can see folks with tweeting man. Trump getting congratulated and all that. It's already making me sick, bro. So Yo. I yo, know. you know you know what, man? That that that's a really good point, meal. man. Meal in the way out. Yo, they they <laughs> support they support Nick Nick Bosa is the great white hope. Woo. Nick Bosa can ball though, dog. He he can't no no no. no. Oh, no, 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 Either way from from this story, uh, I have a. Oh, I don't know. oh, oh, oh! And last, last we're gonna try. Can you imagine heli- helicopter company exec begging Google and Facebook and all yeah. these wealthy people who who travel by? Dude, do you know what kind of deals they offering them right now? Mm-hmm. Still safe, man. Still safe. like, bro. Yeah. It's, yeah. Damn, it's I didn't think about that. I know. <laughs> all right, man. So That's because I ain't got that kind of bridge. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, I'm out here catching Uber. So that's, that's All right, man. We we got through it as we always do, Jim. Like we keep it light enough. And now let me go back down into my cave and watch stuff I shouldn't be watching and let the Damn world work. Yo, real quick, um, breaking <laughs> news. It's not really oh, breaking news. Nobody really cares. But the the Panthers and Greg Olson have mutually agreed to part ways. Um, if anybody cares, Greg Olson, okay. I um, see Greg Olson like seriously on broadcast. Like Greg Olson yeah. gonna be in. The, he in the booth. He's gonna be in the booth. He's probably gonna do the Super Bowl. 
<laughs> Greg Olson. Greg Olson's a legend. He's from part of the Seventh Floor Crew from the U, but that's either here nor there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we should name G Reg. Drops the draws, and I show him third leg. My fault. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you got Don DeMarco. Anyway, um, real quick though, thank you brothers and sisters for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody Cheers. in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter. Um, those in the group chat, we appreciate you. Listen, tune in this Sunday live right here. Um, we're going to tell you what time is going to be on our social media pages. We'll tell you by Saturday night. We're going to give you some predictions for the Super Bowl um, on our 10th annual Super Bowl pregame show. So until then, enjoy your weekend. We'll see you right back here before the big game. Catch all of our conversations, everything we do at our hub, which is warroomsports.com. Get my book, Sports the Book, at sportsthebook.com or warroomsports.com. Rest in power, being. Until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chumps on top. In this case, break bread, baby. <laughs> This is going to be his. And I want to teach him everything I possibly know so that when I step away, this organization can ride on as if I never left. War Room Sports. www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.